Okay. What I figured maybe we'll talk about is what I... Uh, yeah. What my relationship? So I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit on the, the morale. How's that yeah. sound? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, but it's in, uh, you know to me it's a huge. Use the word chiddush. Yeah, if I know how to read a little bit of Rashi, because I learned a lot of Maroni time, but I think I caught him. I mean, just he can't be reading. It's like so rare you can catch the Maroni something like this. I'll just I'll, I'll I'll read again inside. I'm sure everybody's listening perfectly anyway. There's two moves. At the end of Parshas Vayetze, Yaakov moves. From Padnaram back to Eretz Yisrael. So the Pasuk says, is the Pasuk is a Perik Lamina of Pasuk Yud Zayin. Vayakom Yaakov Vayisa Esbona Vesnoshva Admali. Put his sons and his wives on Gemal. Rashi says, Hikdim scharm lo mekevus for Esav. Hikdim the kevus lo scharm. She never vayikach Esav as noshav, but as bon, as bonov. That's in Perik Lamed Vav. And he moved. Very fascinating. So the morale. So Rashi just points out the difference. The morale says, you hear what he says. He says that Yaakov puts the boys before because the Icarus children. And the wife is the Hechitim to have children. It's in the Gurariya. The Esav is the Icarus. Companionship and the fallout of companionship is children. Therefore, he did wise first. So, my time with him was you heard Rashi says, forget. The Pusik says, Bonov Vinoshov, Noshov and Bonov. But Rashi should point out, Yaakov was marked in Bonov Vinoshov, and Asa was Noshov Labonov. And he didn't say any Hezbra. Rashi goes out of his way to change the pasuk. Zecharim l'nekevus. So Rashi is telling you it's not what the Maral saying. It's different between sons and children and wives. It's between male and female. That's my kasha on the Maral. I'm happy to hear an answer. Normally it's not a kasha on the Maral because the Maral, but this is in his Gorarye. The Gorarye is his safer on Rashi. He's trying to explain Rashi Shita. So I don't see how you can put this in the Rashi. Also, I didn't really. I, I was really bothered with this. I mean. I don't think anybody's wife would like to hear. You're just a healthy terms of for kids. No, you look like you're yeah. built for uh, childbearing. That's why I married you. On the other hand, you know, it's certainly the game has nothing to do. Who wants kids? I just want to have a, a good wife, you know. It's like more by Odin Sila Rashi says, one for, for having children, one for this. So that's what it sounds like. But, Lemach had two wives, so Rashi says one wife was for children, one wife was for, for intimacy. So that's what it sounds like Rashi saying here. Yaakov is, now we only have one wife, so Esau is, Esau wants the, he wants to be married to Tzila, except never, you know, he's going to have kids, and Yaakov wants to be married to Odd to have kids, and, and that, 
I just didn't like it. I, I don't know. I just don't feel all that comfortable. I don't think a woman wants to... First of all, ishto kigufa. Secondly, I don't know anybody in life who ever achieved anything, really, other than his wife helped him. That's Rabbi Akiva said that ahead of me. Everything that is, everything is mine. It's, every, whatever is mine is yours. It's hers. He, I mean, he's not just he's saying a reality. He's saying something true. He's not just trying to you know, make his wife feel good. He's, trying, he's saying the truth. Wives develop husbands. I, I don't know if how much I want to get into that. Do we talk about this? I told you a question that bothered me for almost 10 years. Yeah, none. Not the shame there's in it. wasn't in the shame there's in it. Water tracker? Water tracker. What? Water tracker. What? With Ibiaco. With Ibiaco, no? Water tracker. Yeah. 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 Y
two of them, I think, pretty sure were not Shomer Shabbos. You understand how 275,000 Jews, basically six Shomer Shabbos kids in the eighth grade, I mean, it's... But the word here is that when you move to a community, a Jew has to build infrastructure. He has to build the yeshiva. He has to build the mikveh. He has to build shuls. He has to be a builder. Because if you move to a community, come from Europe and you move to the United States, you're going to get swallowed up by the, um, by the culture. So unless you create your own infrastructure, what I'm talking about, infrastructure, Jewish infrastructure, your kids are going to go to public schools. He goes to a public school. Not a public school it is today. I'm saying a public school in the old days, you know, where the Next time somebody's in the Lower East Side, Canal in Essex was a Jewish neighbor at the Lower East Side at the turn of the 19th, on the turn of the 20th century, 19th one and the 20th. The old public school is still there. It's going to die just to go, because you won't believe me what I'm about to die. I saw it myself. I, somebody told me they attended, and I went to see and it's still in the door. If you on Essex Street, it's a Canal in Essex. On Essex Street, there's the schoolyard, you see this little, about a, there's two doors going into the school, they're about 100 feet apart, public school. One, one door says boys, one says girls. You know, in a public school, they had separate, and I'm talking about 100, you know, 100, I guess, 20 years ago, they had separate entrances in a public school between boys and girls. Today, they could have the same thing, so you couldn't know who the boy and who the girl is. That's, that's the main problem. But that was a public school... So, you know, you sent the kid even over there. I'm showing you how the attrition is. Today, it's no It's nothing. I mean, public school today is not, I'm saying, that, that, there still had some moral standards. I mean, they had separation in, the, in a public school, boys' entrance and girls' entrance. It's like unbelievable. Not because it was a Jewish neighbor. You know? That was not the influence of the, uh, the Haredish community in the Lower East Side. That was just the game where, you know, we separate boys and girls. So today, it's you can't. You have to build the school. You have to build chinuch. You have to build an infrastructure. Shul. There's a Jewish infrastructure. Then you have a chance that the kids are have. Then you have a place where they can learn Torah. They can get Jewish values. The woman, is not a builder. A woman is a is mekabel. A woman is uh, the word bas in Hebrew. Rashi translates the Aramaic word bas means to lun, to lay over. Like it's it's a like she takes the values of the past. A man builds new things, and bas is somebody who's uh, tr- tries to adapt from the past. In fact, usually in a, in a family, the daughter will take the father's values. Every son is looking for his own place. Right? That's the difference between a son and a daughter. So therefore, Yaakov knows he's moving to a new country. He has to build the community. He needs Zacharim first. He needs Zacharim. Once he builds a community, then the it's still an insular, it's still part of Canaan. The Canaan is, I don't think in my it's Canaan is not the, the Torah atmosphere. But once you have your own infrastructure, a mother will be able to bring the influence of the external infrastructure that that the boys create into into the person's home. Esau moves to a country, he does exactly the opposite. The, every guy wants to be successful in his new country. 
and probably the biggest obstacle to anyone's being successful. Oh, he's a greener. You know. He's a foreigner, and there's a xenophobia. We don't want these foreigners. They look different. They talk different. I you know, like the way you feel when you go to the airport in Miami. If you don't speak Spanish, you mom, I, I, it's people I can't talk to. I mean, it's not a joke. I, I need directions, you know. You can't talk. They, I, can, I can't talk. I can't get simple information from them. I don't speak Spanish, and a lot of them don't speak English. The international airport, they only, in the, my, don't, don't speak English. The word is a guy doesn't want to be looked like a foreigner. And therefore, the first thing is he nikeva, a woman is sensitive to the culture. I bring his hand. No, honey, don't wear that, that. That's not the right color this season. Oh, those clothes are make you show that you look like a foreigner you're wearing. It looks like you're from a foreign country. Don't know. This is the clothes. A woman is very attuned to the culture and brings it into her house. And therefore, she will be for Asov, for Goy, moving to the one that will give the family the greatest feeling of comfort in a new place is the nikeva. The mother can do that. The woman will be able to sense that, what the community, and then she'll be very careful, you know. <laughs> None of you guys are married, but I guarantee you, you're married, your wife will say, you know, just six months ago I saw that woman wear that dress, you know, a different way. <laughs> she wore the same dress six months ago at a wedding, you know. They're very, very aware of their surroundings, they know what everybody's wearing, and they certainly understand the culture. I think maybe Dean is the same thing, by the way. What was Dean interested in doing? She, what? Learn about the culture. Yeah, she's going out to see no sorts. What's the latest hairstyle? Latest shoe style? Right? What colors are in vogue? That's what a woman is. She's able to... So a guy wants, first of all, he wants to pay. He doesn't want to be foreign. Once he's a foreigner, oh, then the son will go build a business. Once he's not a foreigner, he's one of us. Then he'll go and he'll build a cement business, a garbage business, a building business. He'll go to law school. He'll be, you know. But the first thing is, he, the first thing, moving to a new country, you don't want to be identified as a foreigner. Therefore, who's more important to the guy? The women, the Nikavis. Bashen came to a Jew... What's the first thing in moving to a new country? I have, we have to build our own infrastructure. Therefore, there's harm before the cavus. That's what I think Rashi's saying. Esau is moving to build, he's moving to a country. He doesn't want to... I think that country, by the way, from the Pesukim, sounds like it was the country of the Chori before. There's the people by the Chori. Edom, it was called Seir before he got there. And Seir Achori was somebody who was living in the country before in last week's Parsha. So apparently it was a country, so Sayer is not because of Esau's name, that was the name of the, he comes, the first thing, he wants to make sure his wives are there, that pretty soon everybody's going to look like they grew up here. Everybody's going to look like they belong here. And then the sons will come and, you know, develop, create, to build, to build them an empire of money, of power, whatever. Shenke Yaakov, you know, the main concern is he wants to make sure that we're going to have a structure of Yiddishkeit. You can't you can't lead with the women. They got to lead with the men. He, he's not going to. He doesn't. He doesn't want the Egyptian cultures. He's not interested in the, in the Canaanite culture. He wants to create his culture. So the creation of our own culture. That's Zohar. That's what I think the void over there, according to Rashi, is. That's a huge void. It's not every time you move. If you want to create your place, you need your son. 
if you want to figure out how to be absorbed and become comfortable in another place, then then you need then the cavers are there. That's what I think Rashi is saying. The cavers are to make me comfortable in a foreign culture, and zacharim are to create a new culture. What's the practical? How do you how do you make the, the first in the cavers? You move to a new place. What do you do? What do you 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 send out the Nikavas first to you know, you put more time and effort to let them go out, see the Binosaurus, go shopping in the malls, get get the all the you know, become part of the culture. To absorb the culture. And the boys have less say. Don't let them start. You know, at first let's you, I think you put like the women in ahead to make sure they're able to Teach us or educate the family in the new in the new culture. How to dress, which way to comb your hair, what's the right music to listen to, what's the right kind of suitcases and luggage to buy, what's the right kind of uh, you know winter coats to wear, because they're very much maybe even where to live. Women will be much much better at that. After that is okay, guys. Now figure out how we're going to make money. Figure out how we're going to build a power base. But the first thing is, the goal is to lose my past identity and to get the identity of the new place. A woman is macabre sewer. Sewer is, I mean, that's her whole being. She, she's home and she takes the sewer of the zucker. So, saying, here you want to get the sewer of the place. She's, you're able to, the identity, the personality, the imprint and mark of the culture goes on her. I think that's what Dean is. Even Dean is that. Yaakov goes, goes, meanwhile we're keeping, you're going to dress the way he did in Padnara. I don't want to see no new styles. Here Guys, go out there and figure out how to make yeshiva, how to make, you know, how to make a Yiddish kind of business, how to make a shul, how to build a mikvah. It's a whole different... So what would that also require them to do some of the, like the recon that they would have to do? They what? Like, they would have to go out and do, like, to figure out how it worked, but wouldn't that also be adapted to what? Uh, For the men? Yeah. yeah. But the difference is they're, they're, they're not trying to be the same. Neither. They're trying actually to be different. It won't be, they, they don't want you to like them, they don't want to look like you. I mean, they're not going to do anything, they're not going to try and be aggressive and snotty about it, but they. So, my sort of Satma Rebbe. I mean, he was the biggest builder. He, he went to Chicago. I hope well, I can remember the exact. He went to Chicago, and he tried to raise money for Satmar. Old-fashioned rabbi, like a very negative. And he, you know, he smelled. <coughs> was going. Let me explain to you what Chicago was. Chicago. Chicago Orthodox was called traditional. That had a mechitza probably lower in that table, and I think they had microphones. The, the the Orthodox, you know, rabbinate in Chicago for sure. It was called traditional. Not sure lower than that was the mechitza, and they had microphones. And uh, you realize, in 30, 40 years after that, the kids don't keep Shabbos anymore either. So he had a number of hundreds of, uh, I don't know, whatever, it was a big group of rabbonim that came. It was a stickle. <laughs> folklore figure because, you know, he was safe from Auschwitz. 
by the Zionists. That's another story. I don't know exactly how you become anti-Zionist when they saved you from Auschwitz. I don't know. But he was saved from Auschwitz. So he's a focal. He, he was trying to raise money, and he saw that this was... He says, I want to speak. So just of his message, how long are you here? How many kids do you have in schools? Well, you know, how many go to public schools? How many kids, you know? I said, you know, still going to, you know... And next year, I'm going to have, any, you know, I'm going to have three times the amount of kids you have. You're here 40 years, I'm going to have three times next year ready. Because he was trying to build Yiddishkeit. They were trying to figure out how to be absorbed in the American culture. Which I got the exact, maybe Rabbi Friedman knows. It's a very well-known story. What is that was, was the greatness. The Hasidim came and they built their own culture. You know, a culture you don't pay any taxes, you know, you know uh, you don't pay sales tax, you know, there's a whole culture of it. But, you know, they dress differently. That's the same thing. We're, we're, our, we're our own people here. You know, a woman isn't going to dress differently. We're, we're, oh, that's the American style? I'm going to dress with Dafka the opposite because I want to create my own. We used to have a Balabas in town who learned in visions. Hasidish place. He told me himself that before, before the war, in the whole yeshiva, the visions, there's about three, four hundred guys, by the way, yeshiva there means probably from the age of 14 on, 13, 14 on. Not, you know, after married, hardly anybody learned anywhere in Europe. He said that um, nobody wore long except for the Rebbe's kids. Everybody dressed like all the everybody else. This whole thing, you know, they come to America and, you know, beards, payas, long coat, zero. That was not the meaning of the Hasidim in Europe. Other than the Rebbe's kids, at least in Visionists, and probably all of them just about that. They look like everybody else. But the Rebbe here wanted to make sure that they would, especially coming to America, knowing that in America the Yiddishkeit was getting less and less, he built a Jewish culture here. Hasidim, I'm sure he didn't hold his Yehorik Valyav or have to wear a hat like that. They didn't do that in Europe. He didn't hold yet to have a beard. They didn't have that in Europe. Here he did. He was trying Badafka. We are not Americans. And that became a huge, huge enterprise of, of the whole culture, the whole Hasidic culture. That's the way you build a new place. If when you move, you have to build a culture. All I'm saying the Satmar Rebbe agreed with my shot here in, in the Rashi. You come to a new country, he, he went out of his way that everybody should look different. That's a, you know, it was tremendous success. Tremendous, tremendous success. A woman, you can't, she can't be, she can't be the vanguard in that. Yeah, that's I think Rashi's saying. It's a very, I think it's a huge message. In a new place, you're not going to be able to survive, especially not in America. And the reason America was not like South, in South America, the Goyim were so strong that Jews, I don't I want my girl to go out with a Jewish boy. Get him out of here. But in America, oh, come Jew, come in. You know, so they're very welcoming. They get totally swallowed up and absorbed here. He said, first thing we're going to do is we're creating an anti-culture culture. That's what he did. It's like not, it's unbelievable what they accomplished. By 1960, already, Hasidus was a real thing. A real starker thing. You know, I don't know how mocked they were in Europe or Holy, so I don't know. Moshe, you know, it's okay. I don't know. It doesn't make a difference. This was just a, 
We're different. We're not this. We're not part of the culture. We look different. We dress differently. That's what he did. So that's what you need boys for. Girls don't work like that. You know, once the boys are dressed like that, so then the girls, that's the culture they bring into their house already. But the culture has to begin with, uh, with uh, the men, uh, the scharm are builders. The women are not builders, they're absorbers. It doesn't seem like they were really the scharm in terms of the casino were, were much builders. Like it, just, uh, the, the way the Rebbe's describing this up would be someone like Yosef, who's really like someone who goes out and, uh, and utilizes the environment to bring in like all the, the positive aspects so that the, the woman can then apply that as the as the infrastructure. I don't I'm not sure. I don't know what you're saying. Here I'm saying here he created a culture that never was. That's what I'm saying. You know if the stickle godless Yeshiva guys have this feeling something it's about no way it was in Europe. That was a Europe that never was, you know. It was a Europe that never was. But we created a culture of Tyra here to a Europe that never was. But for America, that was a very good, this is the way American men tyrant looks. When I came to Yeshiva, I, I guess I'm not allowed to say this, but I mean, there were guys actually didn't wear white shirts. I don't want to say, no, I don't want to be quoted on this, the guys who didn't wear white shirts. Even in Tills, I'm talking in the 70s, guys didn't wear white shirts. You know, the, the Kanoshi Yeshiva, the anti-college guys, wore a yellow shirt, you were fine. You know? And today, it's like... We created a new culture, and, and that's apparently held us on. I don't know how it would be. I don't know. I'm not sure we haven't gone beyond the measure now, because the whole thing has only become a culture. You don't got to learn anymore. Now we've got a culture. Right? We have a Torah culture. Yeshivish culture, not Torah culture. We have a yeshivish culture. That's better, isn't it? No. No, you need your dialogue to do it, not that the tail can't wag the head. Uh, all I'm saying, that's what I think Rashi's saying, that Yaakov has to build a culture. All we're saying had nothing to do, according to Rashi, with the difference in the relationship with your husband, and your, with your wives, and with your children. It has to do with Zacharim and the caves. Moving, and they're both about moving to a new place. Who does has to get, who has to have the biggest work? The biggest work, according to by Yaakov, is the boys have to create a new culture. And it really is. You see, Dina was tried the other way and it became huge problems. Could this be sort of the reasonable answer to the Pasha of why it was okay for Kalishal to borrow smallest from the Egyptians if they didn't wear Egyptian clothing when they were in Egypt? That's exactly the thirds. That was only necessary for Egypt. That's what I always understand. The Pasha says, borrow the clothing and put them on your children. We went out of Egypt with the we went out of Egypt in the merit that we didn't wear Egyptian clothing. God says, you'll borrow that and you put them on your children. So I'll tell you what the Hasidim say to this. The Hasidim say, you borrow clothing from adults and you put them on the children. The children will be wearing long. <laughs> They're going long. <laughs> You're wearing kapotas. You know, you take a, a suit and you put it on a youngster. But what I think the shot is, the whole din was, in, it was only a void of not wanting to become an Egyptian. Once you're once you're out of Egypt, so for kids, it's good. You're foreigner. Now you go to the Eretz Canaan wearing Egyptian clothing is fine. You're making the same statement. I'm not part of it. I'm not. It wasn't a din that you can't wear Egyptian clothing. You have to not be part of the culture. But Egyptian clothing in Canaan is not part of the culture. 
And that's what the Hasidim did here. We're not part of the culture. We don't, we don't dress differently. We're not part of the culture. Well, there's still that element of adaptation more to really thrive, isn't there? To an extent. I'm not saying that you I, I don't group. know. You know, which area? Huh? Hasidim in Europe. You said that. Yeah, Hasidim in Europe, yeah. Be but there was such adapting. an insular community. There was such an The Gaim did. Hmm? The Gaim wanted to marry a Jew. The Gaim, ach, they moved down. You know, the Gaim. The Jew did the same way back. What? The Jew did the same thing back. Not yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying no, but you didn't have to. It was so like the problem in America is that there's a split. That either half half the Jews in America will be no, we have to try and adapt and live in. An well, don't forget the Gaim also very accepting. And and the, the other half of Judaism is kind of like well, they're totally different, nothing to do. But that's everything else is evil. but that's what they had to. But they did that in order to survive. I think in South America where they weren't religious at all. Sabi Behar's father was the head of the community. He was not. Religious, but he told Sabi, "You're not. You hear what I'm saying? You're not allowed to bring home a non-Jewish friend to high school boy friend to our house. You don't have a." Doctor Beffler from Costa Rica told me his grandmother, when she would see him after school playing soccer with the gun, with the Ben this with Tangoya. That was these were. I'm not talking about great Sadiqim. These were just Jews. We get. We just don't have a shayach with Goyim. In America, that doesn't work because in America, uh, they're not. You know, their culture they will turn around and they'll stab you in the back. You know, if you're a little drunk, they'll kill you. But here, it was like, it's unbelievable the, the love and the caring and the equality we had. Therefore, the, those that want to make sure we survive said, "You better build a different culture." He was the first one to stop the Rebbe. The yeshiva culture was no different than the when I was in yeshiva. I remember one summer I was in a camp and visiting. The best guys from Lakewood were there too. One of them was a big Rashid Tanair, as you saw. Pink shirts with, you know what they call those things? Like, you know, you ever seen? You have a hole on each, on each thing, and, yeah. and a bone goes through it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the only ones who were not part of, you know, everybody, gray hats, fedoras, Barcelona, you know, all different kind of, you know. That's what the style of the Shiva world was. Other than the Hasidim, Hasidim, they look and not and, you know un-American, un-American. And for those of us who grew up in America, they didn't like that. But at the end of the day, there was a huge value to that. There's a huge value to that.